Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group, Peter Brook, is with us this evening. Other than Anglo-American Platinum, any signs of a pulse anywhere in our market today, Peter? Hey, Bruce. Um, yeah, there was actually some numbers from Impact, which is one of the small caps. And what was interesting about them is their volumes are up 6%, turnover up 15%, and... Um, Earnings per share probably somewhere between 30 and 45% higher. Whoa. Uh, so there was some, a bit of growth. And what was actually super interesting about their results, from my perspective, was they're going to invest 1.2 billion rand in um, a new paper mill um, because they've run out of capacity. And the other piece of good news is that they've been investing quite heavily in photovoltaic. Um, PV plants. So they've got 10.8 megawatts of capacity installed. And this has been one of the sort of one of my key positives about South Africa is by allowing the private sector to get involved and put, because the state can't deliver, there's a big opportunity to solve this. And so these companies, so you wouldn't think of impact as sort of a major player in the South African economy, but there you go, that's a very helpful um, 10.8 megawatts. Uh, but it goes to the point of continued investment in South Africa where opportunity presents itself. I was talking to a company last week where they've got excess capacity in South Africa. Their factories are running at 50 or 60% capacity and they had two choices. Um, they don't have any additional markets inside the country. So they will maintain these factories in South Africa for export opportunities that they're looking at. It's pointless sitting on the sidelines waiting for things to get better or waiting for the sun to rise in a different side of the world or whatever the case might be, Peter. Companies like Impact and what they're doing and companies like Anglo-American Platinum, which keep pushing big rocks up slippery, moss-covered slopes, uh, are, I think, indicative of the fact that people don't sit around simply waiting for, uh, uh, for, for better days to come. They, they invest through cycles, at least successful companies do throughout history. That's right. I mean, if you think back to Brian Joffe, you would never accept that there was a recession. It's you need to get on and grow your business. Correct. 2009 annual report, he said, Bidvest does not uh, Bidvest does not recognize the recession or does not participate. That was what it was. Bidvest does not participate in the recession and he liked it so much he made posters and stuck them in facilities, Bidvest facilities all over the place. And it was that idea. It's, it's your mindset um, and the way in which you run your business ultimately will determine whether or not you emerge from difficult circumstances in better shape than your rivals do. What do you think of the shape that Anglo-American Platinum is in? Well, if you look at the market reaction to those results, um, the share was down 2% today, which is the worst performing share in the top 40. Now, I think a fair amount of that is around um, the fact that they didn't pay out a special dividend, so the market was hoping for a bit more cash in their pocket. But if you look at them going forward, they're spending a bit more on capital expenditure um, and costs are a little bit higher. So it looks like just a pretty tough operating environment. And I think that sort of takes some of the shine out of it. One of the things I found fascinating is they paid 19 billion rand on tax and royalties to the government. So such a big impact into the economy. And then that feeds into the fact that our budget coming up on Wednesday is going to be a little bit better than expected. If you think about the um, 
revenue overrun that we've been having compared to expectations. My concern is what's going to happen next year and the year <laughs> yes. after. Yeah. So I do think it's, you know, this gift that South Africa received in terms of commodity prices, it looks like it's fading and therefore it's going to, everything will be a little bit tougher. And that, I mean, that gift of high commodity prices and the ability to get products to market and actually export and get stuff in and get the foreign exchange in, all of that stuff has been remarkable. That was during a time of lights on more than lights off, and it feels like we're going into a phase of lights off more often than lights on. Um, and the the ESCOM electricity crisis, again, hopefully in the, media, in the budget this week, the finance minister has some sort of hope for us in terms of freeing up ESCOM to to run itself more efficiently, more effectively, and allow itself to invest in new capacity and to new distribution. Because we're in big trouble if this ESCOM crisis isn't alleviated significantly quite soon. Even optimists like your good self, Peter Brook, um, will have to start rethinking the future a bit. Yeah, as I've said, for me, it's really about stepping out the way and allowing the private sector to come through. But that requires action from government. Um, the one little niggle, I don't know if you saw today, um, Zahir Fakir, who is the chief climate negotiator, um, has resigned and is off to be a hired gun in the United Arab Emirates. And it's just a repeat little niggle of talent drain, meaning that we're not executing on the plans that we should do. And then remember, this follows Daniel Mamele's departure. Yeah. So in terms of fixing the big stuff in the enabling environment, it doesn't look like we're delivering that. Um, so no matter what we're doing on a bottom-up basis, that sort of power overhang, I think, is a big constraint and is going to slow our growth. And so there's, more, there's a bit of pain before gain. Yeah, on that warning, thank you, Peter Brook, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group.